Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales! And now our host, she's our very own kaleidoscope of talent! What? It's Kelly Clinton! it off stop it in 20 minutes from now hi welcome to talk tales on the vegas video network i am your host my name is kelly clinton hyphen <coughs> holmes i got a little laryngitis going on a little bit can, can you hear me no. is this thing on Anyway, so um, I, anyway, I'm going to tell you about all the, the reason I have laryngitis and all the things and the travels and all the... Our guest today, I mean, everybody is so excited because our guest today <laughs> um, headlines at um, the Flamingo, uh, the Flamingo, not the Flamingo Hilton anymore, right, guys? It's just the Flamingo, and he's one of the funniest men in, in, in show business. He's an icon and what? What was that? Uh-oh. Our guest today is not going to be here. <laughs> Actually, seriously, it's kind of, it's, it, I think he's going to be okay. But George Wallace was to be our guest today. We were so excited. I have all these questions and all these notes and everything. And so, um, <laughs> but he can't make it because he's having a, a little bit of a health issue. I'm not sure how serious it is, but it's serious enough for him not to make it to the show today and he's got something he's going to take care of it tomorrow we'll find out more we will keep you posted so george from all of us at the vegas video network and talk tales you take care of yourself i know you're watching right now because you love the show so let's just take care good thoughts and wishes and prayers to you and so uh, you might have seen us streaming a little live there before we started that's because we were interviewing everyone in the audience to see if they were boring or <laughs> Or if maybe they had some good jokes and stories to tell. We got stuff planned. We have some, um, I'm married to a very talented guy, happens to be here. I make him come to all the shows. He might come on, my friend Jerry. We got all kinds of stuff planned for you. But we want to say hello to uh, a few other people before we get started. Our Talk Tales Orchestra was not here a few weeks ago. And this is all you saw when you cut to the piano. <laughs> it's just this. It's like this. And then it went like this. Because he wasn't here, but he is back now. Please say hello to our orchestra here on Talk Tales, Mr. Kenny Davidson. Yeah, baby. Oh, that's right. I forgot to say Bowtie Daddy, baby. Bowtie Daddy? How are you? Are you I'm good. How yeah, are you? I'm doing great. Are you mobile? Can you can you sit can, over here? I can come on over. Kenny's sure. got some serious stuff going on. Hey! Oh. Oh. Yes? Uh-oh, we got you got fans got, in the audience. Oh, look at this. They got bow ties. You're starting a trend. Oh my goodness. All right, so Kenny Davidson. It's fantastic. I <laughs> Kenny's one of the most interesting guys I know. He, he moved here from New York, where he played at a very, very well-known uh, club. I did. Called Don't Tell Mama. I played there for 10 years in New York City before I moved here. And what happens at Don't Tell Mama? What happens at Don't Tell Mama's is we have uh, a staff. They are, they're bartending. And at the same time, they come up and then they sing songs. 
And uh, I then moved to the Don't Tell Mama out here, and we're doing the same thing. We have a singing bar staff, and it's a lot of fun. And then the audience can get up and they do they do singing. It's kind of like live karaoke, but we don't use don't the K word. Don't say that. Don't say so the K word. So we don't call word, it that. Man. So we don't. A, it's a bad I a, word. I had a K karaoke accident a few years ago, and I'm still not. I'm sensitive. Yeah. But so, so now the people on the staff, are, you said, sing and come. Yeah, and they're usually like up and coming Broadway people okay. or or. Or coming down from Broadway, you uh -oh. know, type of thing. Yeah. But that was my question: was they're, they're, you just don't make the staff sing? They are entertainers. They are entertainers. They, they are they are absolute entertainers. Okay, and now yeah. sometimes it's just you and the staff. It's just me and the staff, pretty and much. And you sing all. And then I sing all night long too, and then we just we just all sing all night long. That's You're strong. It. Your voice is invincible. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> All right, so when the audience gets up, you, you, you discover some new talent. As sometimes, well as yeah, and, and you know, sometimes you just get somebody that's just, that, you, that never sang before, and, and they're so nervous, they say, I'm so nervous, and they get up and they're just fantastic. And it's, it's a thrill, actually. It's, oh. it's a lot of fun. Okay, so now, uh, you, you're working there since you've moved here. You moved here how many years I ago? I moved here, I'm almost two years. It'll be two years in July. Two years ago? Yeah. You're such a wonderful addition to Las Vegas. Thank you. Come in. We work together. We do. We work together on this show. We work together on a few gigs. Mm -hmm. we did, you did the Sterling Club. You're the first person that hired me since I, since I came well, to Vegas. You hired me at the Sterling Club. So I'm not I'm as dumb as I look, people. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eye for town. Yeah. But now, you're working there, but you also yeah. have another gig. It's brand new, brand new, exciting gig. Brand new, exciting gig. Tuscany Hotel and Casino on a Flamingo. And uh, it's called Kenny's. Kenny Davidson's Celebrity Piano Bar, Friday nights, uh -huh. 10 o'clock to 2 a.m. First celebrity was Joe D'Annunzio, who's in the audience tonight. Hi, Joe D'Annunzio. Welcome to the show. This Friday, we're going to get Mark Giovi, and he's oh, going to come up. And the celebrity's going to come up and kind of do, a la Don't Tell Mama, they're going to kind of come up and do four or five songs at a time and uh, just do what they do. From what hour? What are the hours? You might From 10 to that. 2. 10 so to 2, so. They'll probably get up, you know, one time in the 11 o'clock hour, one time in the 12 o'clock hour, one time in the 1 o'clock hour. You know we're what still I, winging it. We're still trying to figure out what we're going to do here. Trying to get your, your groove on. Now, yeah. You you asked me. You called me when you found out about mm -hmm. the gig, and you asked me to to be one of your, your I guests. I certainly did. So I want to say yes. thank you. See, I gave him work, and now he's trying to give me work. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have the paper route, and then that night I do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right. So so you, the person comes on for about five songs a set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All, all all through the night. That's great. Yeah. And I'm sure you have other people come in to jam. And exactly. That's the idea. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's the work in progress. Oh, oh, did we say that there was a billboard? Did you hear that part? There's He's up on, on the Tuscany, right? Oh. Yeah, I'm up on, on the, the billboard. Like a flashing billboard. And mm -hmm. Is there a picture of it? There's a picture of it on Facebook and on my phone. All right, well, and we're trying everybody to find will show it to me. And we'll, yeah. we'll flash back to that picture. So I just want to tell you that it's refreshing to see that you're still down to earth after you hit the billboards. <laughs> you're good. And I don't know what I did with the bow tie, but we love you it's, here. It's uh, right here. All right, you got it? Yeah, okay. you go. I'm going to keep yeah. this in case you... You weren't here because you went and did some gigs in New York, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Absolutely. And everything yeah. went well there? It was fantastic. You miss yeah. it a lot? No. Okay, great. Let's give a big round of applause to Kenny Davidson. Don't move yet. Wait till. Now I'm going to talk to Scott Whitney. Please give a round of applause to the gentleman who started this network. He, uh, that, the, he has several shows on the network, and I'm very happy to be hosting one of them, even after I yelled at him before the show started. We're going to see about that. So, Scott, are you there? I'm afraid to say yes. Hi, Scott. Well, I have more respect for, for your husband, Clint, than I have ever had before. Well, why he, do you say that? Oh, he's just a good man, Charlie Why Brown. are you saying oh, that? No I'm reason. so difficult? No, no, no. 
That's uh, what I thought you said. I'm quite afraid of you, actually. All of a sudden, no, how are you, to Kelly? Be how are you? Of. No, Scott's referring to a little spat we had before the show because <laughs> we were talking about maybe he would interview me or, and that he wanted me to move over to this other chair. And let me tell you something. I am not giving up this chair. And that's all I said. Do you blame me, guys? No. I mean, oh, geez, I, what have was that? I have developed a relationship with this chair. Anyway, it's just, I, I can't. It's like, it's, not, it's like giving up the chair, the lazy boy chair at home. You know, I can't do it. Anyway, so okay. I'm, I, got a, I got a little sensitive about the chair. But anyway, you're Scott, little, It's not sensitive. You're possessive. I, you, I actually <laughs> felt threatened for a moment. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You, you gave me a look. Everybody says, oh, Kelly, she's so sweet. She's so talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I am sweet. But you looked at me. I'm telling you, I don't know what they're... Do you? Clint needs to get more money for whatever he does. Because <laughs> I'm just telling you, you gave me a look. I'm like, holy crap. Can I she tell you could, what that look could, is? She could gut me. Let me she could gut me. Let me tell you what that look is, Scott. Oh, jeez, that's it. Look at it right here. I think I may have wet myself. Stop it. You know what? I am from New Jersey. How about originally. stopping that look? I'm from New Jersey, man. Okay. That's the one thing that I think, you know, because of the first 12 years of my life, I grew up, um, you know, in a, in a place where you kind of have to stand. I was a tomboy. We're going to talk about that a little later. Because I brought my Converse sneakers. I had short hair. I had, anyway, we were all, you know, tomboys playing hide and go seek and all that stuff. All the boys and girls in the neighborhood. So you kind of have to defend yourself. And, and that's where I got, that's why I can't drink, I told you, because that part of me comes out. <laughs> Well, really? That's that's what makes it come out? <laughs> or when just, somebody just, tries to get me out of my chair. All right, hold on for a sec. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he just took the alcohol away. All right, all right. Can can we, I'll talk nice now. Is my head cut off right here? Can oh, my I, God. Can I, can, I, can I tell you about my exciting um, trip that I went on? Remember last week I wasn't here, but I was here virtually? Somehow, yes. I went to New York. It started off. No, no, I went to Florida because my husband was playing with the Pops, the Palm Beach Pops Orchestra. And by the way, it was he was phenomenal. They were phenomenal. And uh, and and I got to show you something a little later, but not right now. Then we he was getting an award, in New York, a bistro award, and we went there. And what was I leading to something? I was started. Oh, then from there. <laughs> It doesn't really matter. It's your chair. All right. I was going to tell you all about that, but I think we're going to get a chance to talk to Clint today after all. So I'll wait and save that part that I was going to say. But then I went to New Orleans. And I did ask you this last week. And you, you, were, you have been to New Orleans, Scott. I have. And did you do the whole Basin Street and the Royal Street and all of that fun yeah, stuff? Yeah, we were there for uh, Mardi Gras. I was uh, just of age. And, oh, I, so you and I remember none of it. Oh, so you really did it. You know, that's what I experienced was, first of all, great music, um, but people walking down the street, but like walking right into cars and stuff. <laughs> you know, they were like, yep, it's okay. And boom, right into the car. Or, or people were talking and talking. Uh, I went to see my best friend, Lena Prima. And um, her dad was the late and great Louis Prima, and she's carrying on the tradition. She's singing. They love her there. And um, uh, she was singing an Italian feast called the Prima Fest. It was the first annual Prima Fest. There it is right there. 
And can we see? Can you see the part where Lena's in the picture? Maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> it, no, that's not Lena, and that's not her hot dog. But anyway, it was all Italian food, and and it was so great. And there were lots of bands, lots of different bands. And Kenny would have loved it too. They had horns in the band. They had, you know, every band had saxophone, trumpet, trombone, sometimes double, you know, and. They were just so passionate about the music there. That's what I love the best. But um, there was a lady, well, there were several people in the audience that will come up and talk to you after Lena finished her show. There were other bands, but she did her show, and the lady came up and said, Ray, you're so good. You're so good. The taxes, they were calling the taxes and the bringing up there. I work out. And then, poof, just, just totally fall down and go. And, and Lena said, "You see a lot of that here." <laughs> so I was thinking, "Oh no, a drunk person." She goes, "A drunk person?" Anyway, it was so cool. And then, then she had a gig at a place called. Did you go when you were in New Orleans, Scott? Did you go to the Montleon or Montleon? Hello. <laughs> I go. And here's what I did. <laughs> You were went, with that lady, huh? I literally went into this stream of humanity and then just drank it everywhere I could get off a tributary, get something. <laughs> I get back into the stream of humanity. I did some amyl nitrate, by the way, while I was there. What's that? It's called Locker Room. Have you ever heard Is of that? Is that the rush stuff? That's yeah, yeah. It's, a little, it's like a little capsule and you go like that. <gasps> oh, yeah, that was fun. Well, that's a great thing to I don't remember. What was your name again? On <laughs> Short-term memory is all kind of screwed up by that, but that's what I did there. I didn't really go anywhere. Hurricanes. I had a lot of hurricanes. You know what? Uh, uh, there. What you just said. What did you call that drug that happened? To you? Amyl nitrate. You 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 actually did it on purpose. What happened to you yes. once? Can I tell you this? I can't believe I'm saying this. Did you ever hear about the Beaux Arts Ball? No. Anyway, you know what that is, right? It's it's a big. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but anyway. A lot of men dressed up as women, but anyway, I that and was I was a woman dressed up as a man. No, but I was at this party. I was with Lena. We were 19 years old, and we were at the plaza, and they used to call it the Union Plaza. Scott, are you listening? Yes, yes, I'm right here. I'm, so, I'm wrapped. Um, in, in, so somehow we got separated. It was, it was a Halloween party, the Beaux Arts Ball, and we got separated. And this guy was like, hey, you're really funny. You're this. And all of a sudden, someone came up behind me. This is kind of scary. Uh -oh. And, and he went like this, oh, and then no. put that thing there. And because I couldn't breathe from here, you had to breathe out of your nose. You take a breath. Well, what did it feel like? It felt like um, like a brain, like a rush to yeah. your brain. Well, that's what it was called. It was called rush, rush to your brain. And it was kind of like I've never, well, probably never done any other drugs. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. And then I married him. Yes, I married that guy, and we live happily ever after. No, but it was weird, and then Lena found me later, and she's like, you left me alone, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't even know where I was for the last two hours. But that was kind of creepy. That's kind of like yeah. date rape without the rape. But anyway. Yes. So anyway, well, I can't believe I just brought that story up. But anyway, I'm walking down Royal Street, Scott. Right? Yep. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can, do I have more time? Yes, I think I do. Cause the best part here. of you is the storytelling capabilities. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell you this, though. Also, one of the events we went before we went to the Prima Fest um, was we went to something called the Pasta Bowl, and it was an Italian club, and, and there was this famous chef there. His name is David Greco, and he has a, a restaurant in the, in the, in the Bronx, and um, he's on the Food Network all the time. And with him, with Lena, Lena was a celebrity guest there. 
was Frank Stallone, Sly Stallone's brother, oh, who I also was Grammy nominated all of those songs from, from Rocky. Frank Stallone was there. And also Big Pussy was there. Oh. So you know who Big Pussy is, right? <laughs> Hello? Oh, man, see? Uh-oh, does that go back to New, your New Orleans really, story? I got a really don't, funny line. I dated her once. Come on! I'm here. No, I mean the actor who played yes. Big Pussy on, on what? Yes. On The Sopranos. And his name is Vincent Pastore, or is it Vincent Pastore? I don't know. Vincent Pastore. Anyway, he was there, too. The pasta bowl was so big as well. And, um, <laughs> and so... The chef and Frank Sloan, they were all pouring the, pouring the gravy in there, and then everybody ate pasta and danced and sang Chella Luna, blah, 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 blah. Right? You know that one? Good. That's probably for the best. That's what I'm here for. Anyway, you know, Chella Luna, Miss Mata, and then I make up the rest. Stop. No, not that one. Anyways, oh, my, my. Zuma, Zuma, Baka. Zuma, Zuma. Yeah. Oh, my, my, Scott has never been this quiet during a show ever. Listen, I've never been so intimidated before a show as you. It was you. just about my chair, man. Anyway, so I'm walking down the street in New Orleans, right? I'm trying to find the photo because you, you posted it on Facebook, but what? I can't find it on your Facebook page. Okay, well, I'm walking down the street in New Orleans, Scott, and, I, and something catches my eye. It's kind of shiny. And I look down, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I look down, and I say, what is that? That must be like leftover from New Year's or something, one of those little horn things, you know. So I reach down, and I move the papers and the garbage and the bottles out of the way, and I find this. Oh. Just laying in the street in New Orleans, and I'm like, what? This is a sign. You know, I'm like, this is a sign. I got to take this baby. I got to clean it up a little bit, you know. And maybe the universe, God, you know, higher power is talking to me that maybe I'm supposed to play trumpet in New Orleans, right? So I, you know, I put it in my suitcase, I took it home, and I taught myself how to play this little song. So if you don't mind, before we go to the break and, and not bring on George Wallace, but, and God bless you, George, I hope you're okay. But I want to just uh, show you what I taught myself. I made my little chart here, yeah, you Scott. Should, Can what? you see it? You don't <laughs> Is that too much? <laughs> it looks like Close Encounters of the Third Kind writing. No, it's like, this means... <laughs> this means open, then this means hold the first two vowels, uh, vowels down. It's great. I, 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 I mean, here I am writing music, Let's hear it. and I just got this. All right. <clears throat> All right, let's see. All right. <clears throat> Start over. No, 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 back 
after this from Talk Tales. Thank you, yeah. This is David Ivey for Pub Crawl. It's funny because is David? You should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Welcome back to Cocktails. <laughs> it feels like we're in New Orleans right now. Get out. Get out. <laughs> anyway, my name is Kelly Clinton Holmes, and this is right before, sorry, I moved to New Orleans and ruined Lena's band. <laughs> nice jamming with you, Kenny Davidson. Can we give it up for Kenny? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's enough. All right. Um, so as you know, our, our friend George Wallace is not doing well, but I think he's gonna be okay. But he couldn't make it to the show today. And luckily, we happen to have another headliner just sitting in the audience. So please welcome uh, the most talented person that I know, and I love him so much. This is Mr. Clint Holmes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I just wanna say this. If, if you've been watching the last little while, welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, in, in, isn't including it? The trumpet, oh, I lost including myself. the trumpet. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I've always said this about you, Kelly. You're the bravest person I know. Well, hey, except for you me. Know, you gotta go for it. <laughs> you gotta go for it. Here it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, I didn't expect I would have dressed or put, done something. Well, you look I, very cool. Uh, this is Clint Holmes unplugged, which is kind of what you did th just this weekend, that's right. this past weekend that's right. at the Smith Center. So let's promote the last weekend. No, but let's. <laughs> Well, that's what I just did. I just promoted the last 10 days that are over. But you did something very different. I got back in town just in right. time yesterday for the last show. You called it Unplugged-ish. Unplugged yep. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Isn't that cool? So what does that mean? That means some were plugged. Yeah, that means that we did some, some material. I, I, I've, you know, as you know, I have a great band. I mean, you know, individually and collectively, great players. So this show, we, we featured everybody in the band. You know, featured the bass player, featured the piano player, featured the guitar player. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm actually coughing. Oh, you're no. coughing. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go uh, on, okay. honey. So anyway, so that was the idea of the unplugged part. And it was, it was featured with each musician. And then the rest of the show we did with the full band. It was great. It, it turned out to be, I think, a great... I loved it. I had a wonderful you, time. You actually, uh, give me a couple of the songs that, that you did. This if you can't week. remember them, then. No, you know. I, I was just trying to get. <laughs> I think my voice and everybody has heard me talking a lot in the last 15 minutes. I was just giving them a new voice to hear. Okay. Well, we can you talk about something really other cool than the show stuff. that I did. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, what did I do? Uh, we did new versions of some songs I've done before, like You Can Call Me Al, uh -huh. but we did it uh, in a very twisted way. We did some Beatles, which, you know, uh, I did Hair There and Hair There, Hair, Hair there and Everywhere. That's my song. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Eleanor Rigby. Uh, Eleanor. Which were, I, I think, pretty interesting. They were really um, cool. 
And then, gosh, you know, I did some Brazil. We were just talking earlier. I did 15 minutes of Brazilian music. Where you which played Scott, the, you would have loved because it was all with acoustic guitar. It was it was very very you know just kind of stepped back from the freneticness of the show and and just did three Brazilian numbers. It was really great. And you was played you an instrument. Oh, John Wiedemeyer. John Wiedemeyer. Yeah, guy's a excellent. Monster. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, He's great. Excellent. But you played that instrument. Cajon. A cajon. Cajon. See, I thought that meant something else. No, it's like playing a table. Yeah. Mama, look up, boo-boo, they shout. Mama say, children, shut up your mouth. That is your daddy. Oh, no. My daddy can't be ugly, so shut your mouth. Go away. Mama, look up, boo-boo, they uh, It was fun. Welcome was fun. to my life, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he does that with the coffee cups, with hot coffee in it. So that was very cool. Yep, thanks. And, and it was like, the last few shows you've done there, you've had themes, right? You've had a storyline. Well, you know... Uh, I talk about this all the time, but it, it, we're, we, we do, I'm committed to doing a different show every month, right. at, at least partially. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge, but you know what? It ends up with a lot of material. So every, every month we, we change things. Um, this coming month, April, we, well, you talked about it, this award that we won in New York, the, the Bistro, Bistro Award, award. for the um, uh, uh, Cabaret Show of the Year. It was a show that we combined the music of Paul Simon and Cole Porter. And, um, and we, we are going to do it uh, the first weekend of April, but more than that, we're going to do a live CD. Yes. Uh, it'll be the first live CD uh, ever done uh, at Cabaret Jazz. So That's we're cool. very excited about that. And uh, maybe I can get Scott to come and film it. And then we'll have, oh, a, then what we'll a, great have a idea. Then we'll have a PBS special just like that. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm serious too. Very so, cool. Well, you got, so, you got so much respect from doing that show and everything you do in New York, but this show. You blew them away, and the um, I went with you to the award show. Right, I know you were there. And everybody was so great. I have to brag about my husband though. He got up there, and and he's the new kid in town in a way. I mean, it's been a couple of years now doing some, not even a couple of years, and it's a tight knit kind of group there. Sure. And they just gave it up for Clint Holmes. They they leapt to their feet after you and Jeff and the band did. Your, your yeah, we did a couple of things show. from that show. That show, and you were there from the inception of it, and yeah. you were there as it grew. It's, it's an interesting thing that happened with that show. Most shows take a form, you know, and, and you kind of get the sense of where they're going and how it's going to flow. This show literally took a life of its own and became a story. It almost became a play. Uh, I've never had that happen before um, with the show. So anyway, and people got it, the emotional connection to the show, and, and the people got it, so I'm excited. You know what's so funny is, is, is my husband... That's that's you. Hmm. Can put together this these shows so well. I mean, he is a, you are a master at wait, 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 don't interrupt me. Hey. Um, <laughs> he's a master. He is a master. Where's this my is Kelly PMS week. He is a master at putting this all together. So he gets his beautiful award. I wish I, I wish oh. we had it with us, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, all the people that were that were performing that night that were getting an award, they each got a gift bag. Well, I thought it was a great idea to put the award in the gift bag so we, you know, can take it. It's easier to carry. We won't forget it. Well, Lainey Kazan, who's another celebrity who was at the table next to us, accidentally, you know, all of a sudden Clint Stole. doesn't have his 
No, she didn't steal it. Actually, I stole my gift bag. All of a sudden, Clint couldn't find his award. We ran around for an hour. So he lost the award within 10 minutes of, of getting it. Well, I, I, I knew that it said my name on the award. Right. So I wasn't real concerned. Someone was going to open up their gift bag the next morning and go, oh, you know. Turns right. out it was Lainey Kazan. Right. Do you yeah. think she's telling the truth? Do you think she... You Why would she want an award extra... that says my name on it? No, no. I think she thought she was just stealing an extra gift, gift bag. bag. And it huh? turns out the award was in it. I think that's an interesting that's theory. What you know those New Yorkers. Well, if she's watching, I want to say I don't actually believe that, Lainey. No. Lainey's great. So she's, a, she's a great friend. And she didn't. So anyway, I got it. But here's what's, great. you know, it's really weird. That was on Monday night, right? So yeah. I come home on Wednesday and Thursday. I went to a luncheon. Um, uh, for uh, 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 here here in town, yeah. and they gave me a gift bag. And uh, <laughs> oh, at, no. at the end of the luncheon, uh, people wanted to take pictures, so I said fine, and I put my cell phone in the gift bag. And oh. by the time I had finished taking pictures, the gift bag was gone twice in one week. What are the odds of that? You now know what? I remembered I that at my table was Paul Beard, the COO of the Smith Center, happened to be sitting at my table. He took it. He took it. He stole it. No. He, he, I thought, thank God, I called him up and he said, let me look in the gift bag. And he said, there's a cell phone in there. Do you know what's Which interesting? Which is why we, have you shown this? Oh yeah, this look is, at my fancy phone. Yeah, this is a cell phone. And everyone, if you had this, uh, you'd wear that camera. Well, yeah, there it is. You, you'd never lose it. It's a sparkly peacock. Yes, it is. Yes. Anyway, that's really fascinating. Um, uh, I thought it was interesting. Appointment TV right there. So, <laughs> I got to tell you. But, so I got that back, too, but I'll never put anything in a gift bag again. You know what's weird is Paul Beard is very good friends with Lainey Kazan. <laughs> <laughs> they call each other and go, I got the award. You get the phone? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right. All right uh, do we have a live chat question, Scott? Yeah, I, yes, we have George two. Wallace? Oh. We actually have two. Yes. <laughs> is it George? George is saying, thank God I'm not there. <laughs> exactly. No. Uh, two questions. Brian wants to know. Uh, along with the Smith Center gigs, does Clint play in other uh, places here in Las Vegas that people can go and see? Ah, you know what? I, I, I can't um, contractually. Uh, you know, I hang out at the bootlegger on Monday nights with Kel, <laughs> and sometimes she gets me up to sing. But I'm at the Smith Center uh, every month, as you know, uh, the first weekend of every month. Uh, no, so no. Yeah, I, so I basically that's, that's kind that's of... That's it for, in, yeah. in Vegas. But you know what's funny, Scott... Um, and Kelly is that, and, and, uh, <laughs> and, Kenny, and Brian, and, 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 and Brian is that I Brian. Get, I, people come up to me at, in town now all the time and they say, how come you don't play in Las Vegas anymore? And I say, I do. I'm at the Smith Center. Yeah. And, and the, here's the issue. There used to be cab tops and billboards. Right. The Smith Center does not do that because it's, it's, uh, it's more community involved and they have other ways of promoting. But in Las Vegas, we're so used to cab tops right. and billboards. If we don't see them, we think, you know, that the person isn't in town. Right. And what's more, if they think you're not in town, they think you retired. Yeah, they think you gave it all yeah, up. Yeah, they said, yeah. you don't sing anymore, eh? And I go, I don't know how to yeah. do anything else. So, yeah, I'm in town at the Smith Center and uh, at the bootlegger with Kelly. Uh, that's about it. We have another live chat question, Scott. Who and is This it? is a great question. DT wants to know, how do you and Jeff work on an arrangement? What's the collaborative process mm. when mm. creating a new arrangement for a song, especially one that people already know? Yeah, generally what happens is I'll say to Jeff, I'd like to do a song. For instance, uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. I said, I'd like to do that song. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I don't want to do it in any way traditionally. We have to figure out a way to be invested in the story, to still tell the story, but to, and, and, and so Jeff will call up and he'll say, okay, I have an idea, and I'll go over and invariably he has great ideas. And then we sit and we, we work it out together, you know? Yeah, so, what I love about your relationship with Jeff is 
he really matches your energy because you're both yeah. like uh, just your brains are constantly working and you're so dedicated to what you do. You just, you know, he'll, you'll give him an idea. He'll come to you the next day or that yep. evening. No, no, he's amazing. So you're both tireless. It's very inventive, creativity. very, very inventive. Right. Um, and it's, it's exciting to work with Jeff. So that's what we do. We collaborate on those things. And the Palm Beach Pops, you're working yeah. with how many pieces? In the uh, about 50-piece orchestra. Yeah. yeah. What, so what's that like? For You work with a, a band, either three or four or right. five piece, and then you've got this huge orchestra behind you. What's it like, honestly? And, and how different does it it's, feel? It's very different. Um, it's, it's incredibly powerful. You're in the middle of this wave of sound, you know, uh, and, and it's lush and it's rich and it's very exciting. Uh, but the other side of that is when you're working with a smaller group, there's, there's room, more room for improvisation. Right. And, there, and sometimes even in a strange way, more energy happening because everybody is playing a little bit more freely. You can't improvise when the string section, when 40 strings are playing right. a specific part, you know, you have to be within it. So both are, are great blessings. I'm lucky to get to do both. Well, it's so great. I, I, I'm lucky to get to witness it all the time. And, and by the way, Clint hooked me up with the Pop, Palm Beach Pops, and I actually played trumpet um, with the trumpet section. And that is true, and there is a picture on my website to prove it. And I'm well, never being asked back. Oh, which what? Really, <laughs> it's, it's really, But can I just say something? I want to say something since I'm sitting here yes. to you, and, and that is this. People ask about your, our relationship and how it works. Oh. I get that um, a lot. One of the great things is you understand it. You understand the process. You understand how to support it without getting in the way of it and, and, right. and to, how, to, how to give me your ideas, and when to give me your ideas. And that is a, a really great thing in our relationship that you are my biggest fan, my mm -hmm. biggest supporter, mm -hmm. and also my best sounding board. So, you know, all kidding aside, you know, that, that's a great thing that you give me. And you give me back as well. So I love you. This is a love letter from Clint to Kelly just now. And back to you. And we're going to, you know what, Clint? We're going to take a short break. We're okay. going to have our friend Jerry Jones join us in wait, a few wait, minutes. Wait, the Jerry Jones? The Jerry Jones wow. from Fifth Avenue and multi-talented guy. He's, he's going to tell us all the stuff he does. He's just fabulous. We'll be right back with more Talk Tales after this. I love you. I love you, too. You know, one of the things I like best about the Vegas Video Network are the people. There are no divas here. Everyone is exactly the same off camera as they are on. Hey guys, what's uh, Cocktail of the Week this week? You know what? I'll let you know what it is when it's time for you to know what it is. Why don't you get off the stage and get back in your production hall? Oh my god. You know what? And tell Cheap Ass Whitney to get us some decent brand liquor. This hobo off-wrap crap ain't cutting it. God, idiots. Totally. Oh. Wow, yeah, so Salvation Army time. Back. Wow. <laughs> I'm a bell. Welcome a back to Talk Tales. Um, as you know, we, we have special guests today that we didn't even know we were going to have. We just spent some time with Clint Holmes and joining us, and Kenny Davidson. And joining us right now on Talk Tales is our very good friend from a group called Fifth Avenue, Mr. Jerry Jones. <laughs> one of our favorite singers. Yeah, there's a photo right there. Oh, cool. Four guys singing uh, really intricate vocal harmonies, and they're so great. You, you, how long have you been together? The f well, I've the been working on my personal scene about a year now. I've got a lot of work to do, but I'm trying to improve 
Oh, the group, you mean? No, no, no. I don't mean how long have you had your stuff together mentally. No, no. I meant the group. Yeah, really. The group within the universe? Yeah, the group is almost pushing. 30 years to Are you out serious? as a unit. Yeah, we took what we like to call about a 10-year hiatus in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, then we got back together in uh, 1999, and we've been kind of going strong ever since. Okay, if, if someone out there has never heard the group or have seen your group perform, tell us what Fifth, Fifth Avenue is. I think we're reminiscent of the old-school harmony groups like um, the Hilos that are a mm -hmm. huge influence on us mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, and even more so coming up. Uh, the Four Freshmen. Uh, those great harmony groups, and then newer groups like the Manhattan Transfer, Take Six, love that are just that. so, that tight harmony is just. You guys are so great, and you've, I, you've ac actually done some gigs with Clint yep. several uh, times. I, I have to go on record. When we came to Las Vegas, Clint and at the time his musical director, Bill Fain, were two of our biggest, and remain so, our biggest supporters. Yeah. And Clint has, has used us and, and had us sing with him for various functions and charity events and it's a great shows. It's a great group. We, we, yeah. You know, that, that vocal harmony thing that you guys do is, it, as Kelly said, so intricate mm -hmm. and so well done. It, and it's, it's, a, it's a treat. And uh, every once in a while we get to, get to play. Yeah. I think we may a, even get to play again in April. I know. We're really looking forward to that. That's, that's exciting. That's just for you to do that in, the, in that room to record is cool. Yeah. So what, what, what is your background, Jerry? What, I mean, you've been, you went to school, music, this mm -hmm. was Studied this music. what you always wanted to do? Always. Um, took two years of college, had every design to do a four-year and get a degree in something wonderful and maybe teach something noble. And then after two years, we got hired to do some gigs and we just hit the road and never looked back. That's great. The showbiz bug, the, the showbiz performance bug. The showbiz bit bug. is hard. We immediately started working on cruise ships and all those kinds of things. And you know, when you're, you know, 20 years old, seeing the world, it's like, wow, this is cool. Show business. You know, so it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and we just kind of never looked back. Who are some of the, the uh, I mean, I know you, who your influences are, the Hilos and all these mm -hmm. different groups you name, yeah. but what about a single solo artist? Who are some of the people you uh, grew up listening just to? Just grew up admire? listening to jazz singers when I was in junior high, and all my friends my age were listening, you know, to Kiss and Rock and Roll. I was listening to, you know, the Hilos <laughs> and Ella Fitzgerald and Mel Torme and, and yeah. all these great jazz singers, Sarah Vaughan. I loved jazz singers, even at a young age. It's, uh -huh. just, it's just what spoke to me. Do you read, read music? And, and I do. I do. I, I write and I produce and I arrange and uh, I do all sorts of things. I just, the creative process is what I love. If I, didn't, if I couldn't perform anymore, I'd be okay with that as long as I could write and create and work with other okay. artists mm -hmm. and, and, and do those kinds of things. Because I really, as I get older, older, oh. I feel more driven to do more of those kinds of things. So. Yeah, but you can never stop singing. Every now no, and then. No, 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 yeah. no. He this beautiful lyric you did called I Sing. He was said, I sing and I see miracles. Mm -hmm. I sing and I'm exactly who I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would, that's a brilliant lyric and it's just how I feel. I mean, if I couldn't sing, I don't know what I would do. I know. So. We didn't, most of us don't have a plan B. No. Just, <laughs> no. You know? Except for this yeah. chair. Except right. for yeah. this chair. Right. <laughs> right. Do we have a live chat question? Well, first of all, uh, I'm proud to be the plan B. Uh, <laughs> I'll be here all week. Uh, Troy wants to know, uh, what was the process of initially getting integrated within the music, music scene here in Las Vegas? Mm. How did you get into the first place? It was just my love, absolute, insanely passionate love of live music uh -huh. and going out and supporting all the artists okay. and the amazing performers, musicians, singers here in town. And I just started out by just being a fan. How did you then d demonstrate that you were capable? Um... After a while, you get to know some of these people, and they find out that you sing or that you write and that you do certain things. 
um, and they'll eventually maybe ask you to come up and sing or sit in or do something and it kind of started spreading that I could sing and that I had some mm -hmm. skills, whatever that means, and uh, it just kind of kind of spread and I just I just that, that's it. I think uh, something that this community has had in bigger doses than uh -huh. it does now, but it still has it to some extent. And and I was actually talking to John Castellamides about that today. That when I first came here ten years ago, there were a group of us who all considers we were all kind of peers. We were just you know we were all in it together. We all supported and and you guys and uh, Mosaic yeah. and. Uh, you know, and Dominic Allen, and, and right. if they were in the audience, come on up, let's let's do something together, right. and vice versa. And it was a, it was a wonderful time. I, I don't know if that happens as much anymore. Uh, it, uh, it happens at the bootlegger with Cal. Yeah. It happens with the guys with Santa Fe. Uh, you know, when they do their thing. I think it does. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. Kenny, for example. Well, Kenny's I mean, thing. They, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't on the about. Monday night. So I, I mean, guess it does still happen. Maybe I just yeah. don't go there anymore. Yeah. No, but, I think. Yeah. It, I mean, I think we have a pretty uh, tight knit. Not tighten it, but a, a tight community of, of performers welcoming new people in mm -hmm. and uh, supporting each other at the gigs all the time. All the time. It is. Well, and you both have been so, you guys were great inspirations to us because you were always out there supporting everybody else when you were doing all those great years at Harris. You know, you'd, afterwards you'd be going out and catching right. other shows. Yeah. And that was so cool to see. There was no ego. You're just going out there just to be a fan and listen and support. Uh, yeah. I Which is, yeah. Well, we all, we all just are fans of each other and fans of, of as you say, live music. Yeah. Right. Somebody said to me the other day, and I thought this was interesting, that a hundred, maybe a little more than a hundred years ago, if you wanted to hear great live music, you either had to physically go see it or play it yourself. Right. Now, you know, you can find it uh, uh, everywhere, you know, you, 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 on your phone. You know Absolutely what I mean? Absolutely right. Uh, it's and, and, and it's, it's changed, changed things a little bit. Uh, but live music in the moment, in the room, is there's, there's nothing like there's it. There's nothing, nothing like, like it. it. No. And it's, that's what I was trying to explain earlier about New Orleans and where I just went. Great the, city I mean, for that. You, you could hear the music on the street coming from the different clubs, the jazz clubs and everything. And, and, and it's that whole thing. And they're all, they all love to play so much. Lena's band must have played, featured the horns on every single song. And you didn't see anyone going, oh, God, can we have a break? They couldn't wait to play yeah, again. That's a great thing. And they couldn't thing. wait to show off for each other, you know, and they were patting each other on the back. So it's that, it's, it's there's the love like of it. music. And Especially, there's nothing like yeah, it. Kindred spirits up there sharing that experience and, Doing it all for the right reasons. Showing you know. off is a, is a great term. I, I use yeah. that a lot. Uh, yeah. In the best of ways. Yes. In the best of ways, it's more like sharing what you have, yeah. and, that, yeah. and that's what you see. Jazz musicians, or not just jazz musicians, rock and roll musicians. They're, the guitar player is playing a solo, and the rest of everybody else is rocking with them. You know, and and, and it's it's a it's it is that sharing of your gift and showing off yeah. a little bit. It's yeah. it's a wonderful thing. It's in the and best it, way. And this town was built on that. I mean, this is where the twenty four seven music. Performance, Louis Prima, uh, and, and Sinatra, and, and the Trineers. Sam, the Trineers, Cedros, oh, yeah. Armand, all those groups, they all support each other. We have a live chat question. We, we have these interesting guests here Jerry Jones, Clint Holmes. <laughs> Who's the question for? So, what? Scott? This is for both Clint and actually, it's for all three of you. Um, let's say I'm a, a musician who doesn't live in Las Vegas currently, and I've heard that this is a great place to go if you're a musician. Is that still the case? Are there enough gigs for the musicians who live here? Boy, that's a good question right there. It has changed a lot. Yeah, it, it, I'd say that it's a yes and no. Um, it's not what it used to be, mm -hmm. um, but there are still great bands and great players 
uh, coming into this town every day. Uh, so so it, it really is a yes and no. And I think partly where you're coming from, it, it, you know, uh, uh, it's still the best, probably the best live music city in the world. Right. You know, so. The absolutely. There, yeah, there's still like such so many creative opportunities to do what you want to do here. For a while, this is not so much now, but there was a stigma. Well, Vegas is where the, you know, the wash-up singers go to work the lounges. And, you know, that is so not the case. No. There's such a vibrant scene. The Santa Fe's and Taylor Hicks and Michael Grimm and Ben yes. Holmes and all these wonderful, vibrant, energetic performers with so much to offer. This is by far yeah. a, a, a positive place to go to do what you want to do. Absolutely. I think. Absolutely. We're, we're becoming uh, more well-known as, as hip. People want to come to Vegas, and it's a very cool thing. A lot of, like, the people you named... And, and I think the more people do come, the more great musicians that come yeah. into town, the opportunities will create themselves, yeah. you know, and, and it, because it can't be denied after a while, right. you know. It's Taylor great. Hicks is a great example, yes. you know, because he's, he's so wonderful. He's such a great guy and he's such a great musician. And, you know, people are, I, I, yes, he had the American Idol, but we all now go, it's kind of like, okay, we'll go see American Idol kid, you know, and then you go, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, this guy can this play, play, this, play, this guy chair. can sing. And just sang yeah. and blew he's you guys fantastic. away. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool guy, and, and the band is just down and dirty, funky, you know, not cheese. No, not Las at all. Las Vegas is not no, about it's, cheese. It's gritty. It's just raw. It's so, That's right. yeah, it's great. And then, I mean, like Monday nights, uh, I mean, I have my gig, you, but you also do. we've got Santa Fe, the band at, yeah. the, at the Palms. Another guy, and, Jerry Lopez, who also yeah. was sitting here and chatted with you yeah. about, you know, what he's gone through and how he's gained the notoriety, if you want to call it that, of what he does in this town and how he's become so Very respected, respected yeah. Completely. Very respected. He's, yeah. Lon Bronson band, everybody. I mean, they're yeah. still out there. Dave Perico, yeah. Dave, Dave Perico, which we got to have Dave on the show, too. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think the lounges are a lot less venues to play, but I think there is room to create new projects and find a way to, to stay in the game. Mm -hmm. It goes through cycles, I believe. Yeah. But we're still the entertainment capital, capital of, of the, the world. world. Um, Scott Whitney, are you saying that we've run out of time? This is going to be probably the longest show we've ever had. I know. I love it, though. I'm enjoying it. But what about the music? Can we have a little bit of the, the musical performance that we talked about? Sure. And then we can take it out? Sure, of course. All right. So who, who's going to be singing no, right now? We got Kenny. We got the Talk Tales Orchestra, Bowtie yes. Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. Oh, yeah, let's do a little song. You probably know this song, too, right? Uh, Can't talk about all that music and not sing and play it. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. No? Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. That's to me. Right, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. You don't see my kind in your world. But very soon the time will tell. Do I take this part?
That's keep as many singing. as I know. Keep That's singing. Taking it to the street. <laughs> Switch to your song. Taking it to the street. Switch to what you guys talked about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever plan to motor west. Cover my way, take the highway, that's the best. Bob, shoot up. 